1: And it is our 100th episode. Hey, we made it. We made 100 episodes. Now, I, uh, I'll say that with one caveat. Yes. There was a moment in time where I stopped counting the numbers. <laughs> so it's quite possible last week was 100 and we're not. And, and, but we can just pretend that this is it. It's yeah. either last week or this week was 100. So.
2: All right, that works. Well, or, yeah. or, the, or this could be 200. Right, I mean, did you lose count by? Th- no, you didn't lose count by that much. But
1: <laughs> yeah, we would have we would have skipped a full year if it's two hundred. Yeah, year it, and a half.
2: So it was a really really busy week at work last week. We we're implementing a new system, <clears throat> and so I was gonna do like like what can we do for the hundredth episode? I was like, oh, yeah. I'll make this super cool graphic. Ran out of time, didn't have the time. So today I made this really super cool graphic. <laughs> All right, there we go. Show number. <laughs> Show number one hundred. Everybody most oh, I wish. graphic. We'll put that up on Twitter later. So
1: I wish that yeah. could have been the slate for this show. That would have been yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish the hundredth episode would have been a little bit more uh, the week of more success. I guess. Yeah. But that was not the case. So last week when we did our show, it was uh, right. In the middle of the Giants and the Brewers, and we actually stayed right until the end. Ooh. when The Giants won the game, so if we count that game, which was Monday, we were three and three for the week. So yeah. not not terrible when you throw that game in, which was a uh, you know, which is the, the the Manfred schedule. There, we had to all of a sudden just go to Milwaukee for one, uh, and, and so it makes what happened after Monday a, a little bit better because yeah. the Giants went uh, they went home. They split two with the A's, uh, one and one, and then the Nationals came to town, mm-hmm. and we we were kind of wondering what was going to happen. Was there going to be any fireworks? Were guys going to get upset? And for the most part, I think it was per- pretty even. Like no no one was really too frustrated. the The Nationals decided to run it up a little bit, which we were yeah. fine with because that's what <clears throat> yeah. we we were doing. And we'll talk about that when, when we get to our haters watch segment. But I, I took a look. I was trying to figure out, okay, what does this three and three week mean? Ultimately, because of what also happened, which is we lost a bunch of guys to COVID-19. You kind of go, okay, it was not the greatest week, but there were reasons. Some of the reasons were just that the, the, the bullpen couldn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, but we won when Logan Webb pitched. We won when Carlos Rodon pitched and that, that was great. That's kind of what they're there for. And it was just, you know, because of the, a lot of the stuff that's going on with the rotation, you had Alex Cobb hurt. He then came back. Uh, you have uh desk. who is hurt. So we, we, we had a couple bullpen games in there. Ultimately the three and three, because of what the giants expectation is or what we expect from them. It's like, Oh man. <laughs> but I think it's sort of like, if we look at it with that glass half full, it could have been way worse, and I'm happy to have a three and three week.
2: Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm okay with a three and three week. Although at the end of the show after the after we beat the Brewers, we finished out the show. You did ask me <laughs> what I thought the rest of the week was going to look like. You said four and one, and I said mm, five and zero. Oh. Well, we started out one and zero oh, that first game <laughs> against the A's. Yeah, nice trouncing of the Athletics. Yep. And then it just was not pretty after that. Like you said, I mean just so many COVID guys and um you know, you can't blame it on the fact that we're missing LaSella, Longoria, Lamont Wade Jr. Uh, you can't blame it on that fact because we haven't had them all year, and the Giants are still what leading the majors, right? Or national league at least in runs scored per game at five. Um they put up a lot of runs this week and like you said, the bullpen was leaky, but they were what, number one coming into Last week, top bullpen in in all of the majors. And so, you know how that goes averages. It all kind of, you know, it plays out at certain points of the season. Mm -hmm. Do we want it all to happen in one week and, you know, have like an awesome three weeks, two weeks, and then have a just a real cruddy week? No, we don't want to see that. I mean, have a game like that, mix that in every like fifth or sixth game, and we're okay with that. Um, But to have three games in a row or uh, because even the game that the Giants won, what was it, eight to three? Uh, nine to three, something like that. They um they gave up eleven hits. Uh, the Giants did to the, yeah. to the Nationals. I mean, the Nationals were a light hitting club coming into the series, and uh they decided to break out the wood. And you know why they decided to break out the wood? They had a chip on their shoulder. They were a yes. little irritated and angry. And that's the way you do it. That's how you take care of business. You go out and there win ball games. Um, you take it personal. Do what you do best. Play baseball.
1: Yeah. So, I think. If we if we got a couple of stinkers out of the way, we got six big ball games coming up against two really good baseball teams. Yeah. So hopefully they get some guys back. It sounds like Lamont Wade Jr. is coming back. Mm-hmm. The roster did go from 28 to 26, so I think there's got to be another move in there, and we'll go over all the moves here in a second. But we're going to come back. We're going to hit the intro button or hit intro video. We'll come back. <laughs> We'll talk about what we're drinking, and then we'll hit uh, all the big notes for this past week. Spadrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it. Throws to first. It's over. Twenty-seven years. All right, we are back here, and uh, let's talk about what we're drinking because I've been teasing my glass here for the last couple weeks, <laughs> and finally, I'm ready to show it off here. My highball yeah. glass. Look well, at look them. at that! It's like bigger you... than my
2: face. Stacked ice cubes. Stacked too? ice cubes. That's fancy. So, how'd you I, do that?
1: Do you just throw them in there and they fuse together? So, uh, I have a, a little four. So, so not oh, not right. the big. Not the big spheres that that you'd throw in one whiskey glass or one mm-hmm. bourbon glass. They're smaller and they fit perfectly. I didn't plan it out this way; it just so happened <laughs> it perfect. And all four of them, if I stack them up, they go all the way almost to the top. So that's pretty It, awesome. it, it fits very perfectly. And uh, I was on uh, I was on that kick, that highball kick. And I said, like, you know what? I don't want to keep using these beer glasses. Let, let's yeah. let's find some real highball glasses so i went on amazon you know the thing is is amazon wants to sell you everything in like a four pack or an eight pack oh yeah and i'm like when would i ever need eight highball glasses
2: (laughs) well i got i got four bourbon glasses and uh i've been told i need to wash my glasses more often (laughs) because i actually the other day all four of them were sitting out on the counter dirty and so i was like. I'm the only one that drinks bourbon in this house. So that, yeah, <laughs> yeah I need to get to washing the dishes. A little bit. I, I wash the dishes, but when it comes to the hand washing stuff, yeah, yeah. like that type of stuff, I'm always like, oh, I'll get to that tomorrow <laughs> and then tomorrow and then tomorrow. So,
1: What are you drinking? Uh, well, I went So, with, so just yeah, yeah. With a highball. Oh, yeah. Little, some some, some uh, sparkling water there and a shot and a half of uh, whiskey. And that is my drink. Nice. So ounce and a half, right? Is that what you're going? Yeah. You go ounce and a half. Nice.
2: Yeah. Also, that's technically a single, right? Ounce and a half is a single. Two ounces is a double, which doesn't make any sense. I know. It's it's the world of
1: bartending, (laughs) and none of it makes sense ever. uh, Yeah, and it goes from $10 a drink to $20 a drink with only (laughs) a half an ounce extra. (laughs) A half
2: an ounce. That's all you gave me is one more half ounce. Um, So I was at work all day, came home and i like to have a beer sometimes when i come home if i have it too early i get sleepy but (laughs) i'm an old man uh sierra nevada torpedo extra ipa one of my favorite ipas on the market still it's been out for a while and uh nice big meaty dark amber colored pour very bitter very juicy and hoppy um but you know after this uh Five games that we had against the A's and the Nats, I needed a little kick. So, um, yeah, I think I think it'll help tomorrow night against the Dodgers. I think I'll probably have a bourbon during the game. That's usually yeah. my tradition when
1: when we have the big games. And hopefully, it's a, it's a happy bourbon and not a sad and depression yeah. bourbon. Well, that can I, happen too. Yeah, and if I have it in the first
2: inning or two, it's because. Things are looking ugly, but, <laughs> but if I pour it around the sixth, it's usually because it's a close game or we're ahead and I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can
1: relax. So. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I, the, I'm not a beer drinker, but I think it was because Stone Cold Steve Austin used to talk about the Torpedo IPA. And wow. so the couple of times where I, I was, was with some beer drinkers, that's what I drank.
2: Nice. Yeah. They're doing ago, variations those little, of those
1: it. few, those few years ago.
2: Yeah. I mean it's you know it's good and they're doing variations of it now. They do an IPA packs here in Nevada does. So I also have the Atomic Torpedo which mm. is very good. It's like a double IPA so it's 8%. This is probably 6.7 I think 6.8. Then they have another one called a Cold IPA. Uh I know nothing about that. I would assume it's like a cold brew type of thing, Mm. Um, but uh, they maybe steep the hops in cold water. I don't know. I got to read up on it, but they're promoting the hell out of it, and so I am definitely going to try it.
1: All right, so uh, our Giants, if we're counting Monday when we recorded, like I said, they went three and three. They beat the Brewers, who are a good baseball team. They split with the A's, who are playing some pretty good baseball, and then... The Nationals, who haven't or hadn't been playing the greatest baseball, I, I feel like this this might have been the coming out party for for the Nationals because they scored fourteen and eleven runs, sandwiching a three run effort there wow. against the Giants, and it was all loud contact. It was all Juan Soto. <laughs> it was like they're just drilling balls right through the Giants defense through the, the shifting. Uh, A lot of those balls had, uh, had eyes getting through Mm -hmm. the infield there. And uh, man, they, they, you know, they were not, they were not hesitating. Let's just say that they were swinging really hard and they had a purpose in, in that series. And some of it is probably uh, what the Giants did to them the previous weekend. And uh, you know, when they swept them. So good series and and you know we talked about this which is we i you know grant uh, brisby and a- andrew Baggerly had said not that we want to see the giants lose necessarily but it'll be good to see how they react to sort of taking their own medicine when another team comes in and kind of piles it on them a little bit and i think probably kapler uses that as like proof like look this is what happens when you play dominant baseball. We got our butts kicked in two out of those three games and now the, the Nationals can take that and take it to the next series and go yeah. and try and win that series. So in, uh, in like, Colorado
2: like, too which we which we want because Colorado's Colorado down our neck. I know it's early the, in the season. They ju- I think they jumped ahead of us.
1: <clears throat> no they're actually uh, a game behind oh, okay no San Diego jumped moment. ahead of us. yeah, yeah. San Diego did yeah. there we go. Man, that the National League West. Yeah, it's crazy. You got Arizona's
2: in last place and they're 10 and 13. No other last place team in the majors is even close to 10 and 13. Yeah. yeah. Wow. As long as Arizona keeps beating the Dodgers. What about Cincinnati? Three and nineteen. That uh that's brutal because that is a team that was competing last year. Mm-hmm. And they were fighting for that final wild card spot. Um, you know, so that that's that's tough, and that's the the spot that the Cardinals got, and and the Dodgers played the Cardinals in that one game playoff. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Cincinnati. What I mean, they were that team last year, and then they just blew them up. And poor Joey
1: Votto, he just has to do TikTok videos now. I
2: saw.
1: Su- <laughs> have you I seen saw,
2: those?
1: Uh, no, I haven't seen. I you know, <laughs> no, I'm I'm really bad at TikTok. <laughs> like I have an account, I will never make a video, and it's mostly so that I don't embarrass my kids. Yeah, but um. So I don't like I don't follow anybody. I just have the app because so then when somebody sends it to me, then I it'll just play and I can, I can have oh, access yeah. to it. But uh, yeah, I don't follow. I need to start following some people because the notifications I get are stuff that I, there's no way I'm going to well, watch.
2: I don't have it. I just follow a lot of baseball stuff on Twitter. And so I just let other people, they take it from there and post it on Twitter. Okay, That's got play. It. I don't got even it. have a TikTok account. But um, but yeah, I mean, one, he's dressed up as the Hulk. Uh, Another one, I think he's dressed up as Elsa. I mean, it's (laughs) entertaining stuff. He's got, when you're 3-19 and and you're Joey Votto, although Joey Votto's hitting like (laughs) 170-something right now, too. I I mean, it's just uh, nobody's nobody's hitting, nobody's pitching well on that team, and they're just, you know, they're just hating the beginning
1: of the season, I'll tell you that. All right, so just a couple of quick notes about the week. The Giants were outscored. Thirty three to thirty, which put a little bit of dent in their run differential. We talk about the run differential as one of our true stats to really tell how good of a team uh, you have. The uh, the, there are a plus thirty four, which is still just third in the National League behind the Dodgers and the Mets. The Mets are looking really good here. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they, they, I saw they just released a Robinson Cano today. That was that was very interesting because yeah, they got to eat he, like forty million on his contract. Yeah, and they
2: went from the twenty-eight to six, twenty-six man roster starting today, and they had to make some moves. and And he's one of them. I mean, he had a decent spring, but just was not hitting. And uh, it's because he's not doing roids anymore. <laughs> so what? What was he pinched three times for roids now, and the guy's still yeah. playing? I don't. Yeah. I don't get it.
1: Uh so and and also the Giants are fourth in all of baseball in run differential. Only the New York Yankees in the American League have in the American League have a better run differential at plus forty one. Yankees are sitting nice, sixteen and six. Yeah, man. Good job
2: on them. Yeah, but Yankee fans, I tell you, they're probably still not happy.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, I mean, they, think of yeah. think of New York. Yankees are sixteen and six, Mets are sixteen and seven. Yeah. That's uh that's that's not bad for that market. And then you've got the <clears throat>
2: Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Colorado, Miami, and St. Louis all over 500. But mm-hmm. I mean, when you when you look at over 500 ball clubs, you got the Dodgers, you got the Padres, you got the Giants, you got the Rockies. Four teams in the National League West are over 500
1: by a good margin, too. Going to be battling. They're yeah. definitely going to be battling. And, and all of them except for the Rockies. Uh, have have a really good run differential. The Rockies are minus six somehow. <laughs> yeah, they've they're been 13 doing it magic. Nine. Lots of magic. Um, okay, so one thing I noticed is that the Giants are only six and five at home. And I think the reason why that's important is because it means that they're playing w- really well on the road. And usually, when you're a good baseball team, that will sort of fix itself, like the home, ske- the home record, I think it'll fix itself. So that that shows so, something as far as if there's one thing that's going to kind of just course correct it is probably going to be their home record. So they're mm-hmm. probably playing a little bit under what they could at home. So that that looks like it should bode well uh starting, you know, whenever, but 6 and 5 at home for the Giants and 8 and 3 on the road. So that's that's really nice and it's going to be good cuz they're going uh they're going on the road for 2 to LA. So yeah. let's talk about these roster moves that they had to make. And I'm going to put up a graphic here for those watching on video. And if you are not, uh, we will we'll read these as well. So on the 30th, the Giants traded for Eson or Ison or Isan Diaz. Isan, well, whatever.
2: I, I don't know. Isan. We'll call him Ison because I like that better.
1: Um, Actually, uh, let's start from the other side. So we'll, we'll start on for the twenty fifth. Is when the Giants placed Yastrzemski on the injured list, which is really the COVID list. Uh, they recalled Kervin uh, Swerven Kervin Castro. Uh, they traded for Kevin Padlo, who hit like a bunch of bombs in AAA the other day for the <laughs> Giants in his yeah. first game, I think. So the the Mariners were uh, was he was he DFA'd? Is that what happened? Uh, say that again. Was Padlo DFA'd? Is that why the Giants traded for him? Uh,
2: yes. So what the Giants have been doing is when a guy is DFA'd, so you look at Eson Diaz, Kevin Padlo, um, something, somebody else, also the Giants traded for not too long ago. Um, they are other teams are DFAing guys, but if you DFA them as opposed to putting them on out. Right waivers if you put somebody on outright waivers you can claim them uh in order so it would be you know worst record to best record Mm -hmm. if you dfa somebody uh you could still claim them you can still you know kind of do whatever but also teams could come in and say hey you know what i'll trade you for they for that guy and Mm -hmm. the giants have been trading cash for these players Padlo, diaz and um you know, who was the one that they just picked up who hit a double yesterday? Uh, I want to say Mike, Oh, Mike Ford, Mike Ford, Mike Ford. Yes. Uh, so, so that's three players right there that have been DFA that the giants just go ahead and make a trade for. Um, it's, it's brilliant, you know, because if you've got the cash and you could do it and you've got the roster spot, you you do it. And that's what the giants have been doing. And, uh, you know, it's been paying off a little bit. Uh, Padlo, I think went three for four in his first game with Sacramento with a home run. Um, you know, so the, the uh, if you if you're not on board with what Zadie does <laughs> at, at this point of his career and his regime, uh, then I'm, I'm not sure what to tell you, because this is what he does. And he finds diamonds in the rough and guys just seem to kind of perform.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of um, a musical chairs that they're doing with that. They're doing with the 40 man roster. Now, some of this. Uh, so, for instance, Luis Gonzalez, I think we talked about this Uh, Maybe we talked about this last time. But basically, the reason why the Giants were able to get Luis Gonzalez is because uh, the White Sox needed a roster spot. Gonzalez was going to go on the DL, and he was going to be out for a while. And so the White Sox were like, you know what? Uh, Do we think enough of this guy to then pay for him to be on the DL for 60 days and pay for his medical and, and this and that? and they said well maybe not and the giants were like uh we're not cheap <laughs> we'll take him <'em." laughs> yeah and 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 they they were able to get him so that that's kind of what they're doing and and they're not so it's kind of one of those things where because like you said the giants uh, are are not the the top waiver priority it it's something that other teams maybe aren't willing to do which is spend a little cash the giants you look at their payroll we were kind of saying like oh my god you know they they're they should be way higher on the payroll. Well, they're not. And so they can use some of that. I'm, I'm assuming that's how they look at it to, to pick up some of these players uh, in trade. And it's just another competitive advantage that, that they're using. Uh, okay. So going back to this, we talked about this uh, last week, Jalen Davis, uh, they, they waived him. The Red Sox claimed him. Um, they, they, they've been doing the dance with Junis, Ah, uh, he had some pretty big games for them, and he's looked really well. Ah, uh, they released the contract, or I'm sorry, they selected the contract of the the one player that they brought up who I'd never heard of, uh, Yovera, Mauricio Yovera. And he pitched a couple games. Kai, is it Kai? I K I. I
2: think it's a uh, K I Tom.
1: K I Tom. Yeah. He came up. Jason Cruzan came up. Like he's like the Crash Davis of the organization, and mm-hmm. got his first hit yesterday. Brandon Bell had to go on the COVID list. Uh, Dominic Leone had to go on the COVID list, and so you saw all of this. You know, just this up and down, up and down, and then also. Uh, just today, because we're talking about the roster deal. Uh Krizan goes back down. Marte goes back down. Cobb got activated yesterday. Kervin Castro went back down and then Cobb got lit up yesterday. Some of I'm gonna blame I'm a you know, Vossler had a good week. I'm gonna blame a little bit of that explosion on on him misplaying a ground ball down the third baseline, which led to uh, some runs there. So uh, yeah, I was, I'll give that to Cobb. Just he, he he didn't get he he got hit, but some of that could have been stopped if Foster makes that play,
2: yeah, I think it was the combination of that, and just stuff was just finding
1: holes and uh, I mean <clears throat> this dude's throwing a ninety six mile an hour sinker, yeah, and they, and they were yeah. catching up to it, yeah, I think it was just a little bit of a a little bit of a perfect
2: storm yesterday, probably doesn 't happen in every other uh, multiverse we'll talk in multiverse (laughs) because multiverse of madness is coming out in in like a week or something but you know it was kind of it was just it was just a a crazy crazy game and heaven knows the giants have been on the winning end of some crazy crazy games so every once in a while to um even things out you, you you know the baseball gods are like well We've given you a lot of breaks, and now we're going to take them away for this one game. And, and you know, it happens. So
1: So, early in the season, too. So as you mentioned, uh, they're back down to a 26-man roster. Now, what does that mean as far as... Because I think if they bring Wade up, they need to make one more move, don't they? Yeah, because they are currently at...
2: 26 right so let's take a look at the roster real quick
1: okay uh, so so just to just to give you an idea so they didn't yeah. put jock on the dl because right. he hurt i think it was at a hamstring or something uh, he hurt himself run into second base basically right uh luis gonzalez has been up and he's been productive for the infielders uh vosler mike ford and luke williams are all up with the with the big team, so I would imagine because they only have four actual outfielders. Yeah, that one of those three guys is the move when you bring Wade back. But I don't know, like, uh, what happens? So, so for someone like Ford, who I like, what what are his options like by trading for him? Because I think the reason why the Yankees uh, traded him was because they. He, he was going to, wasn't he going to be out of options or what was that situation?
2: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but the majority of the time when you DFA somebody, uh, it's because they don't have any options left. But when you look at the situation with, um, uh, who were we were just talking about, had a, had a good, huge game in Sacramento. Um, oh I'm yeah, Padlo. Padlo. Uh, you know, he's in Sacramento. So obviously he had an option left of some sort. Um, so I I'm, I'm not sure the situation of Mike Ford, but we know <clears throat> Vossler and Luke Williams both have options this yeah. year. Um They've already been used, which means they can continue to use them. But remember, what, what, what is the cap this year? Yeah, wasn't it wasn't like four times I, or something. Yeah, I think it's five moves. Um, so the Giants now have to be wary of that because, like you said, when you look at the Giants outfielders right now, you've got Luis Gonzalez, Jock Peterson, Darren Ruff, and Austin Slater, and Jock Peterson is hurt. And we mm-hmm. don't know if he's going to come back yet um, for the Dodgers. Here. You know he's chomping at the bit to come back for the Dodgers series. Yes. Um, would be beautiful if he came off the bench against a right-hander and, you know, poked one into the seats to win the ballgame. Uh, but, yeah, so I think when Lamont Wade Jr. comes back, although, you know, Lamont Wade Jr., they could always wait till Wednesday because they face uh, um, a left-hander uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. Yes. So they could, they could always wait one more day and just say, you know, hey, let's, let's hang on one more day and then we'll activate him on Wednesday.
1: That would be an interesting move because uh, it's uh, uh, who do who do they face tomorrow? Is it uh, U- uh, U- Urius, Right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Urius so tomorrow, and then on Wednesday, I think it's to, the, be to, to be determined. So still. it's going to be a bullpen game.
1: And and tomorrow, talk about the matchup. Jeez, Radone. Mm-hmm. the battle of the lefties.
2: Can we start just calling him Rodonculus?
1: (laughs) No, that's terrible. Let's not do that.
2: Let's not do that.
1: (laughs) So, speaking of, uh, you you had uh, the Player of the Week poll this week, and uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, read off our Player of the Week?
2: Yeah. So I, you know, we do a poll every week, and what I did is I I did not include. Or did I? I think I include. Yes, I did include the Milwaukee game because our last poll did not include the Milwaukee game. Mm-hmm. So I, I did have all six games in there. The poll has closed officially. Don't don't run to it and try to vote. Um, I mean, they can if they. I want. mean, yeah, you can't. Nothing's going to happen. Uh, the results are in, and the final count. Has been tallied. So it, coming in in third place, Jason Vossler with 20% of the vote. And Vossler had a week of a 410 Woba, 250 average, two home runs, four runs, four RBI. I, I, I hope people aren't mad at him for his play at third base yesterday. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm afraid that might be a little bit, you know, it might have a little bit to do with why he came in third place.
1: I mean, the guy hit two bombs. Like He did. Can I mean, only be so mad at that play. From, yeah, you know, he hit, he hit one that bounced into the into the water. He hit one dead red center field. So yeah. he did have a good week. And I, I personally I'm on the
2: Vossler Vossler wagon. You know that I I've have been on there since last oh, year. The, since the day they picked him up, I was like, Well, this is fantastic. I think they picked him up uh in the winter leading into the COVID season, and I was very excited about that pickup. Um, or it might've been, you know what? It might've been last year. I, I, God, it's been no. Cause he, yeah, he did play last year. So I think it might've been the beginning of last year, the winter of last mm-hmm. season. Um, so I've been pretty high on him from the beginning. And in second place, my vote, this guy got my vote, Jacob Junis. And he got my vote because twice now in two separate weeks, he's pitched in a bullpen game. And both times he's pitched five innings of, No run baseball. So this week he threw uh, in that A's one nothing loss. Uh, It was a bullpen game for the Giants. He threw in uh, five innings, no runs, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. And he came in second with 28% of the vote, which is weird. So I wanted to, I I just quickly gathered because I was thinking I, I keep trashing the guy when he's in Sacramento. So in Sacramento, he's thrown 11 and a third innings. Here at the big club, 10 innings. Yeah. In the minors, 19 hits. Here, seven. Four walks in the minors. One with the big club. Nine strikeouts in the minors. And 10 at the big club. And no runs given up with the Giants. And an (laughs) 8.74 ERA in in AAA. But but again, you know.
1: We talked about, uh, we had Roger on Mm -hmm. for uh, the show a few weeks ago now and you know if you read the uh there are giants his his newsletter on substack he was he was writing how you know everything Junius was throwing up there was just like meatballs yeah. and they were just tagging him and then when the giants brought him up i was like oh well they weren't you know they they didn't seem to be frustrated they must have seen something good in in those performances and then he's been lights out so
2: well you uh, you had the cold air in washington right where he pitched um then you had the nice uh you know it was it was a decent day against the a's but or evening, but it was still chilly uh when he was pitching here in Reno uh with the river cats it was it was cold, but the wind was blowing out and it's higher altitudes, the ball doesn't bite as much, so you know there's all kinds of factors that that always go into that, and that's why. You and I are not GMs, <laughs> presidents of baseball operations. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, yeah, so coming in first place in our uh player of the week poll this week was Carlos Rodonculus. No, we're not doing it. It's just <laughs> Carlos Rodon. Uh 52% of the vote, he pitched in one game this week, got the W, 6 innings pitched, 3 hits, 1 run, 2 walks, 9 Ks. Uh you know, just being Carlos Rodon, what, what is his ERA this season? 1.17? Yeah, I mean, they actually scored on him. I, I was kind of surprised yeah. that they scored a run <laughs> on him. And uh let's see, let's go back to see which game that was. He pitched in the uh first game at the A series, right? The eight to two win. Uh he's got a 1.17 ERA. This is the guy you want on the mound going against the Dodgers to you know kick off a short. Two-game road trip in Los Angeles. Um, and then the Giants come right back home for four against St. Louis. And then Cardinals. another three against, uh, I can't remember who. I want to say Milwaukee. but uh, Is that what it is? Well, okay, I got to look now because I can't be wrong. <laughs> uh, Colorado. So Colorado comes into town. And okay. we know that Colorado cannot hit away from Coors. And then the Giants go... Then after that, Chris he'll play Bryant. the same two teams, right? They go to St. Louis and to Colorado. Chris Bryant homecoming. Well, he's got back issues right now, so I oh, really? Know. Yeah, yeah. He's carrying around those sacks of money, <laughs> and but but no, he do, he seriously does have some some back issues. So I think he went on the the ten day IL just a couple days ago. So ah, Johnson bummer. May not see him here. That's in San Francisco, but they'll probably see him in Colorado.
1: Yeah, so two, dot, two L.A. night games. Those are going to be fun. It's, it's kind of yeah. weird, though. Just a two-gamer. It doesn't feel like a full series with yeah. just a two-gamer.
2: It's a teaser, right? Yeah. It's just kind of yeah. a teaser because then then they don't play again for – I think I was looking at the schedule when it first came out. They don't play the Dodgers again until July hmm. after the All-Star break. Wow. So I mean, then the whole second half is going to be nothing but
1: like doctor games, <laughs>
2: probably. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they come right out of the All Star break because remember, it's an abbreviated All Star break this year because of the um, you know the negotiations. Is it like really? There. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, because of the new CBA. So what it used to be was you'd have Monday off, you'd have the uh, home run derby and all that oh, good stuff. Man, All Star game on Tuesday, and then they would be off Wednesday, Thursday, right. and then kick back up. So it looks like everybody's coming back Thursday now. Right. So you got Monday off, all-star game, Tuesday off, which is the way it used to be when we were kids. Remember that? There was no the All-Star Break was three days. If you yeah. didn't make the All-Star game, you were off for three days and then you went right back to work. So um the Manfred. The Manfred, the Manfred <laughs> schedule says <laughs> you will not get more than a three-day break. You wanna you wanna drag this out into the season, guys? Good. You get no all-star break.
1: Well, the thing about it, and the reason why it's even like, who cares, except for if you are a pitcher who throws in that All-Star game, then you kind of yeah. care. <laughs> well, I wonder
2: if you're going to get a lot of guys opting out of that because yeah. of, you know, so we might see uh we might see and Sammy Long.
1: Yeah, it might just be a star bunch Jacob of. Cl- yeah, just yeah. Rogers. It's uh, Rogers like, Oh, I'll throw three.
2: I'll throw throw Sunday. I'll throw the all-star game. And then I'll throw the Thursday. We come back against the Dodgers. No problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's that would be hilarious. If that's what, all (laughs) right. So uh, I heard a quote today from Farhan Zadian. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So when Elio Ramos came up, we were, 100% 100% behind him. He's a top prospect. He's our guy. We want to see him do well. But we also knew that he wasn't going to be up for ever. Like, he's going to go back down. He still needs seasoning. And so uh, Alex Pavlovich asked Farhan about him. And Farhan said, we want guys to dominate at A before coming up. It was almost like it was a challenge to, to Ramos. It was like, yeah. uh, if you want to come back up, you need to tear the cover <laughs> off of the baseball and then you can come back. And uh, he's been struggling the last couple of weeks here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, since he went back down, he's been struggling a bit. But that was, I mean, that's an easy way for fans to understand, okay, what is it going to take for my favorite prospect to come up? Because you look at, you know, you look at our guy, uh, Lucky Luciano, like he's tearing the cover off the ball in Eugene. And it's quite possible. I mean, I I don't know exactly what the, because he's so young, so maybe they just let him continue tearing the the cover off the ball in Eugene. I don't know if a a Richmond trip is any time in the near future for him, but you know, at least we know that that is what it takes in Farhan's mind for these guys to make uh, a trip to the big club. Unless I'm sure they're a reliever and you just need arms, but yeah, just dominate Triple A, and then and then that that tells us that you're ready to come to the next level.
2: Yeah, I I heard that as well, and he mentioned uh, examples being Yastrzemski, Tyro Estrada, Joey Bart. Um, you know, because Joey Bart did really kind of mash uh pitchers last year in triple uh, A, and, and as soon as I heard that, I thought the exact same thing. I thought, oh, gauntlet thrown down, <laughs> challenge accepted, hopefully, by Elio Ramos. Yeah, um, and yeah, he, he is struggling right now. And I think he, you know, some of the quotes that Ramos had when he was here was, you know, I love this. This is fantastic. I mean, this is you know, what I've dreamt about. Uh, the locker rooms are fantastic. We don't have to ride a bus. I don't want to go back down. Yeah. So I hope, I hope that didn't mess with his head. And when he got sent back down, he was like, oh, here, here we are, and I don't want to do this. But, you know, if you're the type of person who steps up to a challenge, which if you're playing in the majors and you're in Triple A and you get to call up to the bigs, it, it's because you're a competitive person yeah it, yeah It's because you you didn't just get there because of your raw talent you got there for many other reasons um you know the the, the, the days of the guys coming up who are kind of head cases who are uh you know just like i'm very talented and i'm up in the majors and i'm just here on my talent and i can stay here just because i'm talented that's that's like you know 70s talk 80s talk um they would juice up also, but <laughs> that, that's for, that's for another show. Uh, but you know, the guys like Ramos, he's a, a hardcore competitor. Um, I I'm sure, I'm sure he, he is not slacking off. Uh, uh, it is just, he is getting beat up right now by triple a pitching and, and that happens. I mean, he didn't have the best experience at triple a at the end of last season. Um, I don't I don't see there there's no way they send him back down to triple A. He he is going to toil in triple A until he gets it right and and I I can tell you he is going to figure it out. And if this spurs him on, then great. I mean every guy you know takes a little something different to get them motivated uh but yeah, yeah, I I listened to that uh, in the car this morning and I was like, "Oh, all right. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like throwing that out there."
1: Yeah. It's going to it's not only good for him though, right? It's like you have, you have some of these other guys. We have Jelly, who yeah. has been sort of up and down in, mm-hmm. in his starts in AAA. It's like, brother, if you want to get up here, you know? <laughs> now, for him, AAA is a little bit harder for pitchers than it is for hitters. Yeah. Because of, Especially in that league. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I like it. And, and it also sets the expectation for the fans. So for that. That maybe maybe a little bit more casual of a of a baseball fan who just knows names. It's like ah, why aren't they bringing up? Ron-? Well, Zadie basically told you what what they're looking yeah. for. So I, I like that. I like the transparency well, there, yeah. and and
2: that's why Tom. So I was telling you when they brought up Kai Tom, uh, I, I was I was saying I mean that guy I saw him play uh, here in Reno, and he's an extra base hit machine. I mean, mm-hmm. he's hitting doubles all over the place. He hit two to the wall that could have been out in any other ballpark. Um, but he's hitting 327 in AAA with two home runs, 11 ribs, um, 896 OPS. So when the opportunity arose and they needed another player, they go, Oh, you know, Tom's coming up. Yeah. I- I'm sure David VR is sitting down there. That's the guy me. who's hey. killing it. <laughs> yeah. Killing Eight it. home runs, 23 ribs, 293 average, 1.024 OPS. Um, is, is, that, is he the brother of Jonathan? Was, was he, Jonathan, the other guy who was the VR, you know, I honestly, yeah. So there was Jonathan, there is uh, still is Jonathan VR, but I, I honestly don't know if there's any relation, uh, you know, that unfortunately most of these websites, you can't really, you don't find some awesome stuff like that, like family <laughs> background and you know, all, all the cool <laughs> stuff. Like we like that stuff. I that, know. That's fun for us. That's the first um, thing I
1: think of is, Oh, is he related to so-and-so?
2: Well, yeah. I mean the, the, the last name VR, I mean, it, it's, it's a, Fairly common baseball last name. A lot of guys in baseball have had that last name. Um, but no, I'm going to have to look that up. But yeah, he was a Giants 11th uh, round pick uh, in 2018. And he's 25 years old. So, you know, and and he plays third base and Longoria is not getting any younger.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but again, the Giants with Vossler, the Giants know that Vossler knows the bigs. And he knows Oracle Park, and he knows how to play third base. They've had him up a couple of times. I would think if COVID didn't ha- or COVID didn't happen for the players, if we weren't going through what we're going through right now, um, you know, with Belt and and Yastrzemski and everybody else, Leone. I would I would have thought VR probably would have been up, but but I think the fact that they needed some experience, they needed some guys who had been up before. That Vossler was the guy, Ford was the guy. I mean, th- I th- I kind of think that's why they reached out a little bit more for the vetty guys, even though I mean Vossler is not a huge veteran, but he did play with the club last year uh, up in the majors. So I, I I think if a situation arose and that didn't happen um, with with Longoria out. And and third base hurting because we saw yeah. Wilmer Flores playing some third base, and that hurts to watch. Uh, so I, I think, think you might have to hit the there.
1: ball a little bit, though. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's fun it's, to see that swing when it's on, when it's on oh, point.
2: I love Flores. I mean, he's just kind of one of those guys, the unsung hero. I always say that every year. He's just kind of the unsung hero. He goes out there, does what he does, gets base hits, drives and runs, and now Estrada is starting to become that guy, too. Um, I, I think second base is becoming – less of a pressing issue for the giants because you've got a guy who can, who can play some second base. He's going to make some errors, uh, but he's also going to make some fantastic plays. He's going to drive in some runs. He's going to get those extra base hits, maybe not the home runs, but he is going to get some extra base hits. Uh, And he is going to steal bases too. Um, He can also bunt for hits. So, so I think second base isn't hurting as much as we thought at the beginning of the season. We always thought, you know, at the beginning of the season when LaStella went on the aisle with thought, well oh, here's Estrada's chance, man. We hope he succeeds. And he has. I mean he's he's done he's done really well. Uh very happy for the guy and, and extremely happy because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> so he's eligible at second base, shortstop, and outfield.
1: You know what? The, the Estrada is almost you, you can almost not turn a double play on this guy. Right. The Giants scored, I think, two runs this weekend because he legged out. Uh, ground balls that that should have been double plays yeah and, and <laughs> you can't and that, double this guy up that's beautiful i mean that's uh you know that's kind of that
2: lost art the game has gotten away from that um and then you see lucius fox for the nationals who was our pick yeah. um not a
1: draft. He's pick, got but he... Got his first hit of his major league career against Giants. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And a little and, uh, number that uh, Crawford was kind of out of position because of the shift, and he beat. Yeah,
2: it all he had to do was leg it out. I mean, yeah. and that guy's fast. He yeah. is super fast and fun to watch. Um, and and I really. Obviously, I gravitate towards those type of guys. Um, Jazz Chisholm, I, I like him. He hits too, too many home runs. For <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the guy who's going to hit 10 home runs and steal yeah.
1: like 30 or 40 bags. I like that. All right. We, 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 we broke this segment last week. We broke it out. You can hear the sexy music. Mm. Uh-oh, we're going to see the picture, aren't we? It, it's the haters oh. watch. Look at that. <laughs> All right. So let's turn that music off. Okay. So, so, uh, you know, we talked about it last week. There's this idea of the unwritten rules and how Gabe Kapler is going to deal with the frustration that some of these teams get when the giants continue to steal when they are winning or when the giants continue to take the extra base, they go from first to third when they're up by a handful of runs. And how did that, how how did that ha- did that happen this week because Washington was back in town mm-hmm. and there was two games in which Washington beat the Giants by six runs or more there was one game where the Giants beat Washington by six runs and some of this was a little bit of gamesmanship Dave Martinez he's like oh I manage cap I love the guy but we don't agree with this thing yet if i'm watching friday night the the apple tv game I'm seeing those guys taking extra bags. I'm seeing those guys swing pretty big with the big with the big lead. What happened? i you know what, and
2: that's exactly what happened. I think Washington came in with a plan, and that plan was if we get a big, we're gonna do to them what they did to us. I think Dave Martinez might have left town thinking. This is kind of a good idea because <laughs> on Sunday we were up 8 nothing, and the Giants make a comeback, Yeah, and all of a sudden it's 8-5. Tyro Estrada's up with two runners on, and Estrada's the tying run at the plate, and we're talking seventh inning. So I think you got to look at when you're up 8 nothing in this day and age of baseball with the three true outcomes of walk, strikeout, home run, you've got to look at the fact that uh, you could get two walks, a strikeout and a home run. And all of a sudden that's three runs back on the board. So I think, I think you just kind of have to look at that. And if you've got speedy guys that can take extra bases, absolutely do it. If they're giving you an extra base, if they're giving you 90 feet, you take that 90 feet. It's, I mean, it's, it's there for the taking. So I think, um, you know, it, it's going to take a while, and like we've talked about before you're going to get the dummies who who just like hey let's let's throw at this guy because uh you know he's he stole a base although Tyro Estrada did get hit by a pitch uh yesterday or or saturday it was either yesterday or saturday um estrada got hit by a pitch square in the back um it, it was a fastball And so was it a purpose pitch? Uh, It's quite possible. Um, But also what happened as well is the Giants hit one of their batters Friday night. And that was it. That that was it for the entire weekend series. And that's how it should be. One one player each hit by a baseball, most likely on accident by the Giants. I can almost guarantee you on accident by the Giants because it was um, uh, Junior Marte, who a little bit of um, some control issues, uh being somebody yesterday and you know there there wasn't that retaliation there there wasn't the uh, it didn't turn into a beanball war it turned into a bunt war <laughs> and turned into a <laughs> stolen base war which is the best kind of war you can have because now you're you're forcing people to play baseball you're forcing mechanics to happen you're forcing that i mean you, in spring training what do you do you practice bunts why do you practice bunts because they happen in games well here you are you, 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 bunts are happening when it's uh you know eight to two or eight to three and and that's exactly how it should be so um I think we saw a little bit of a turnaround. I don't know if they play the Nationals again the rest of the season. That could be it. They could be done with them. Uh, Maybe they see them in the playoffs. You're not going to see a beanball war in the playoffs. It it rarely happens because it's a short series and you don't want to put runners on for free. Um, But now the Giants and Nationals know the next time they face each other, you're going to play nine innings. You're going to play 27 outs each, and and you're going to play hard baseball.
1: Yes. I was glad. Again, I wasn't glad to see them get beat up, but yeah. I was glad to see the other team do it. So, so then now, I mean, one, you could say, well, the Nationals are such hypocrites. Like, weren't they against <laughs> yeah. this? But on the other hand, you say, look, this is, this is what you should be doing. This is, you should try to win these games. You should try to be up as many runs as possible. Because you can see how easy it is to to come back from games. So yeah, happy to see it. I'm glad. I was glad to see Cap. Just like, yeah, cool. They beat yeah. us. That what happens. are we gonna do? <laughs> we, just need, we just need to play better next time. So, <laughs> well, right.
2: while while we're talking about this series, though, did you? What, what do you think of the Apple TV Plus broadcast?
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> <Interesting>. ha. <laughs> okay, I. I like the way that they're trying to do the broadcast. So I listen to a podcast. Uh, it's a sports business podcast, John O'Ran. And I think the guy's name is Andrew, Andrew Marchant, something like that. Hmm. And they're old guys, right? No, actually, I'm not sure about Andrew. John's probably old guy, kind of, you know, probably our age or, or a little bit older. Oh, you just and- call me old. Cool. <laughs> you called yourself old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he was just like, oh, I don't like Katie Nolan in the booth. She's not a real baseball fan. You can tell. I like Katie Nolan otherwise, but I just don't think this is the right role for her. And you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember when, uh, what was the, who was the comic that they tried to put in the Monday Night Football booth? Oh,
2: Dennis Miller.
1: Dennis Miller. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, he was like the wrong comic to put in there yeah but i'd like we have so many baseball games crook and kipe we get to listen to crook and kipe, we Get to listen to john miller uh we get to listen to Flam. uh nah, I, I i'm not too happy listening as much to sean estes just because we know he's kind of the guy the next guy right he they're they're yeah. they're getting him some reps i don't really think he's fantastic yet but I I don't, I don't dislike him in any way, but we, you know, we hear those voices. You hear the national games. You hear the same voices for someone to go, Hey, we're going to try a little experiment. We're going to put Katie Nolan in the booth. She's funny for one. She's, and she's very smart. Is she like someone who's so much of a diehard baseball fan that she knows every stat on on the back of every baseball card? No, of course not. But Hmm. that's why I kind of like the experiment is because I think she's getting a little bit more comfortable and the old guy network doesn't think about this. (laughs) She's also really good at social media. She's got a really good social Mm -hmm. media following. She's posting pictures of every ballpark that she's at. Hunter Pence is in all these pictures. We know Hunter Pence is going to be Whatever Hunter Pence does, he's going to go at it 150 miles, oh, yeah. you know, an hour. <laughs> so I think all of this is is good because the thing is is th- they're not doing this seven times a week. They're doing it once uh, in the evening and or once in the late evening and once in the early evening every Friday night. So I'm totally fine with them trying to do some different stuff for the broadcast. I don't mind it at all. And anything that gets Hunter Pence to open up, because that, that's kind of what Katie there, is there for. She gets Hunter to kind of get even a little bit crazier than he is. And I, I like it. I like the little back and forth. There was a moment where Katie said a joke or she did something and they just, it, it was like when you watch SNL and then they can't <laughs> stop laughing. I mean, that's just essentially what it was in the middle of a broadcast. Yeah. And you know, when I'm, I'm like half working in the background watching this game and that made me like, go, Oh, oh what did I miss? Like what? Yeah. You know? yeah. Now the, here, here's the negative to the Apple TV broadcast. You cannot start it late. It's only live.
2: Yeah. I discovered that on the first night. Cause I thought, Oh, that was a cool play. I'm going to go back. Yeah. I can't go back. Why can't I go back? Why can't I just go back 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. They need to fix that. That needs to be fixed because MLB.tv I can go back as far as I want. I can restart the game. I could jump to an inning. I could do different things. So yeah, that that absolutely needs to change.
1: A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. I I love the graphics. What did you think? Uh, I love the graphics. I love the hit probability, on-base probability. Um, And and again, you got to remember when you're watching it, it's just a probability because before that, the Yankees and Royals were playing. And I can't remember who it was. It was somebody from the Yankees. And it was like an O2 count and the on-base probability was 12%. And he hit a home run on the next <laughs> pitch. So you, you got to remember, it's just a probability. Mm-hmm. It's 12%. You know, he only has a 12% chance to get on base. Well, he fell within that 12% chance because he hit a home run. Uh, but, but it's fun to look because after each pitch, it updates, you know, so... Um, I enjoy it. It's a different it's a change of pace. What I really loved was the camera work. So I have a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. I have the 4K Apple TV. Yeah. The so do I. Yeah, so the the visuals are just absolutely beautiful. The picture quality is beautiful. Little green on the tinge. Mm. Um and and I know it's not my TV because I'm a stickler for uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I worked in the television business yes. and production. So so when I get a new TV, I spent a lot of time dialing it in. So Mm -hmm. all of my inputs are dialed in. There was a green tinge on the players quite a bit. The grass was a little overblown and green. Um, The drone shots were so cool. Having the drone hanging out above McCovey Cove, looking into the ballpark, and into the city behind the ballpark. So that would be looking west as the sun is setting. I mean, just some beautiful shots. And that's what you got to remember too, that's kind of what baseball is. It's not always about the commentary. Um, a lot of times I mute the TV. I turn <laughs> the TV down. I put on music. You know, you know. I, we've worked in baseball for years. Yeah. We, I, I did baseball games or play by play on the radio. I can tell you what 's happening on the field i don 't yeah. need somebody to tell me what 's happening on the yeah. field, yeah, so it's, so to me a lot of times it 's just kind of background noise mm-hmm. um, but but the visuals I mean the camera shots if you 've got the camera shots right i 'm hooked, and I think Apple TV plus does have a lot of the camera work, mm-hmm. a lot of the production value I think is is pretty top notch when it comes to that and and so I enjoy it, and I think the Giants have one more game on the schedule that I know of, um, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to again, to another Friday night. I'm, I'm hoping it coincides with my wife's uh, book club night. You know, <laughs> she's like, it's like once a month on a Friday night, she has book club. So if it coincides with that, then it's like, Oh, I got to watch the whole game. Yeah. Uh, cause we ended up about, you know, probably about the sixth or seventh inning. Uh, we turned on uh marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm. you know, cause, cause life happens and we wanted to watch a show and it was Friday night. where We were relaxing. Um, but then I went back to the game when that was over and just kind of watched the rest of it. So, uh but yeah I, I like the production value um i don't want every game like that i don't if those were our broadcasters for every game i think I'd be frustrated uh but but to to mix things up and have something different every now and then like when they have the youtube broadcasters mm-hmm. you know it's a youtube only game I'm fine with that it's one game we're gonna go back to our guys and it's all good
1: yeah all right last segment of this show uh, i started this last week and it is called are you worried dot 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 yet <laughs> and I, I should I should figure out how to do a graphic for this one too we'll, <laughs> if we'll find some worried giants fan or something yeah okay, so I'm going to read you the statistics of of one of their players, one of their best players, okay, and I'm going to give you three choices uh, I'll give you an A, B, and C, and you can tell me who you think it is. Okay. There
2: there is some just to give you a heads up, there is somebody I studied this week because I was getting worried. Okay. And I didn't know you were gonna do the segment. It yeah,
1: quite so possibly st- may be the, the yeah, same person. So I studied but, deep on his numbers. But so. you can I'm you can guessing. you can wait until we get to uh, right. the A B and C and then cool, you can cool. give your guess. Yeah. All right. This person has seventeen hits in 76 at bats, eleven runs scored, one home run, nine RBI is hitting 224 with a 322 on base and a 632 OPS. Now, last year the statistics were were much 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 better. So that this is a little bit frustrating, uh, but it could also be just a slow start. Now, is this player A Johnny Lamaster <laughs> B Jose Uribe, Ooh, yeah, or funny. C, Brandon Crawford. Hmm, well, let's see.
2: I don't think Lamaster ever hit as high as 224. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Johnny. <laughs> um, and rest in peace, Jose Uribe. So I know it's not him. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Crawford, and he's not the one that I – that I that I studied. I was studying Logan Webb's numbers because basketball yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. starts. Were well, little... that that was the
1: one that we did last week. We, we, yeah, uh, asked yeah, you last it,
2: week. Yeah, so I thought I thought you were going to ask me again. Are you worried <laughs> now? But uh, I'm not worried about Brandon Crawford. I mean, we know who he is. It's a little bit of a slow start. There's so many elements. Again, they went on the road in the freezing cold temperatures. Uh, they started late. He's kind of a late starter, anyways. So I look at the first couple of weeks as he's still in spring training. But once Brandon Crawford heats up, he's a a, a sustainable heat, you know. He's like those dura logs, right? Remember those when in the 70s and 80s, you throw <laughs> them in, you throw them in the in the fireplace and light them and they go for like eight hours. Um so Duralog, Brandon Crawford, I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to start heating up soon. Um, they, have, they have been facing quite a, quite a few left-handers. Um, and, you know, he's, he has some pretty good splits, lefty, righty. Um, but I think once they start facing more right-handers, um, and and the weather starts to heat up a little bit, I'm, I'm not worried about Brandon Crawford. His defense is always there, so that, that's always nice. Um, but yeah, I'm not worried about his bat.
1: All right. The only real reason I think maybe we should be slightly worried on one specific statistic, and that is the on-base percentage, because... Last year, he had a 373 on base, which was the best of his career. And the second best was 342 in his 2016 season. Mm. And every other year, he's like in the 320s or below that when it comes to on base. So that stands out a little bit. Obviously, he. He hit 24 home runs, which was the most of his career. So his slugging was was raised as well. He's probably not going to slug 522 again. But if he slugs in the, you know, four seventies or something, I think he'll he'll be fine. But yeah. because his batting average was so far and above the best of his career, uh, that on base jumped up as well. So I think that's gonna be something that I look at when it comes to Brandon Crawford. Like you said, the defense still looks good. His his what a He's so it's got a, such a great accurate throwing arm. Yeah. Um so it's almost too accurate because there was a play in I think it was that Friday night Washington game where the pitcher had to cover first base on a double play, and he basically like it was almost like he's throwing a football pass to a receiver <laughs> and he's kind of leading the receiver <laughs> perfectly to the bag. But the pitcher didn't like the, you know, covering first base on that kind of play is kind of hard. So the pitchers yeah. kind of like watching the steps and didn't quite get there. But I was like, uh, eh, Brand is going to get the error, but that was probably like the most <laughs> perfect throw you could, you could make in that scenario. Uh, yeah. But you know, I don't think we got to worry yet, nah. but slow start. I think uh, hopefully he, he turns it up this week. I just think uh, if people are expecting him to duplicate last year, may, maybe not. But I do hope he gets a little bit close to to last year because last year, God, he was one of the best players in baseball.
2: Oh yeah, and 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 right now too, with as many injuries and and COVID and everything else, I mean, he's kind of he is the bat in the lineup that people are looking towards. Him and Ruff, uh, those those are the two guys that everybody's looking at. I mean, Belt's not there, uh, Longoria's not there, Listella, Jock Peterson. I mean, I, I, so many guys are just not there right now. So they're looking to the vet to say, Hey, get things going. And, you know, again, offensively, they are scoring runs. And when Lamont Wade jr. Comes back and they've got a little bit more outfield help uh, and another left-handed bat. uh, And again, start seeing some right-handed pitchers, um, you know, things, things I think turn around and get a little bit better for them.
1: All right. So that is it for this show. I just want to let people know who are listening to the podcast feed. Uh, We have a new red and gold standard podcast that just went up where Zach and Matt are talking all about the 49ers draft. The Rams don't have a version of that because they don't have any picks because they just won the Super Bowl and they just sign everybody. They don't need picks in this this version of the NFL. Uh, So and also the uh, death lineup will be back tomorrow night. So Tuesday night, the Warriors play Memphis game two. We didn't have a podcast game one but we will be back after game two to talk about that as well as game one a little bit. And then Brad now will be back next week to talk about giants, Dodgers and giants Cardinals. This is going to be a nice little litmus test because both of those teams are really good. And we'll see if the giants can, uh, can, can fight and, and have a winning week. But uh, yeah, so that is it from here for Brad. I am double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace.